Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. It is fucking Monday morning. Ah, it's a weird day for me, honestly. (laughs) We had a TikTok go massively fucking viral, and most of the comments were, you know, laughing at it, whatever. And then um, one of, uh, not one, but like 25% of the population became like extremely hateful. So here's the thing. The we were on a plane coming back from New York for the holidays, and the entire like, like the the plane was just clearly not filled, and we were all the way in the back. We booked our seats really late. We couldn't get seats up in front, whatever, and the back of the plane clearly was kind of empty, and so the entire back of the plane was like vibing with each other, and we're like, oh my goodness, are we gonna have empty fucking seats and. We were so excited. Oh my goodness. And so I was like, oh, let's make this into a TikTok because I have a TikTok called Shit Couples Do with my husband where we just highlight things that happen in our life that we think are funny. I highlight things that like, you know, are kind of in our head, but nobody really says. And then we talk a lot about sex, (laughs) a sex talk. I don't know. Anyway. And so a lot of our stuff has gone viral in the past or whatever. And so when I was creating this TikTok, I basically was like, you know, I hope no one sits next to me. Don't sit next to me. Don't sit next to me. And like, you know, my husband peeping over the seats like, oh, is somebody else coming? Where are they going to sit? And I'm like, please don't make me. Please don't make me. Whatever. It was a funny thing. Moral of the story, somebody ended up sitting there. They ended up moving anyway because there was another row that was better for them as well. And it became a like just a fun plane ride. Like it wasn't malicious. We weren't being mean to anybody like it was just a lighthearted thing. So I put it into a TikTok. And I actually thought the TikTok kind of sucked. I thought that it was dumb. <laughs> and so I was going to take it down. For some reason, I left it. Two days ago, I woke up. It had like a million views. We haven't had anything hit a million yet. We've had over half a million happen a few times, but never over a million. Right now, it's at like five million. And so... <laughs> People were coming at me and saying that I was rude. How dare you say that out loud? Like, oh, don't sit next to me. And obviously I was doing it for TikTok. Like I didn't fucking actually say it out loud. But people take things on TikTok very literally. Like even anytime I post anything about my husband and our sex life, they take it as if like it's actually happening in the moment, which it's all a fucking skit. Like it's all an over-exaggerated <laughs> fucking skit. Oh my God. And so needless to say, people were going for bat at bat for us. People were also saying like, oh, that was childish, um, which is fine. Like you can disagree. You can call me childish. I agree it was childish if somebody actually said that out loud. And yes, I made a TikTok on it. So I guess I did say it out loud, but whatever. You know, you don't have to like me. You don't have to like the things I put out there. I was fine with that. But then something happened. Then people started making it really fucking mean. I was told... Um, I was going to get, if somebody ever saw me say that, they would shove their bag in my face. I was told that my husband wasn't good enough in some way and that I should get a new one because I was the one in the middle seat. 
I was told that I should be a manager of the Waffle House. (laughs) Ah, I was called lots of things. (laughs) And people were coming up at for me. People made it a race thing. They made it a white privilege thing. They made it... They, they were like, oh, you're white, you have the money, you just, just buy first class. Like, these are just ridiculous fucking things. And so people were coming about for me, and I appreciate that. I wholeheartedly fucking appreciate it. But I don't want my TikTok to be a hateful fucking place. I will not accept hate being spewed at me. I will look at my actions and question them and own up to things, but I will not take people spewing hate on me, let alone fucking other people when it's on my platform. And this is the risk that you have with social media and putting yourself out there. It's a thing that people just, it's something that prevents people from putting themselves out there and from sharing and speaking their truth because people are so fucking hateful. And listen, again, if, you know, people were saying, oh, I have social anxiety, so this makes me feel, you know, worse. I get that. I acknowledge that. I agree how I contributed to it. I also have social anxiety. For me, people who don't want to sit next to me, I get it. I don't want to fucking sit next to you either. Most of the time, like just because the plane is crowded, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I have plane anxiety and I don't fucking like flying and it's a closed fucking space. And my brain goes into all of these places where, oh my God, the plane's going to go down. Then I envision in my head my brain is really fucking wonky (laughs) when it's scared and so whatever so my worst fucking fear happened people lots of people were spewing hate on me lots of people were saying how bad of a person I was and how rude I was and oh and this is a lesson that I've been faced with so many times And I've struggled in the past and I still struggle today with like discerning between like, okay, this was my intention. This is what I said. This is the literal translation. And then these are people's projections. These are people's interpretations of my actions, of me, of the thing I do. And they will make me into whoever they need to make me to confirm their own bias. You know, ultimately what we all just want is our own (laughs) self-validated. Even me doing this podcast, it's looking for some sort of validation. It's looking for me to prove a point, right? It's a natural human behavior. It's not something you have to fight. You can't fight it, (laughs) you know? And of course, the world would be so much nicer if people can just say nice things and be like, hey, I don't like the way you said this, but I've been there, you know? And it's just like people, again, will say what they need to say. And I just don't want things to be fucking hateful towards me or towards anybody else. So that's what's been going on. But I wanted to take this into a lesson for you guys where that fear that you have of not putting yourself out there because something like this would happen. And although you might not be making funny TikToks and maybe you wouldn't be as blunt as I am in saying the things that I do, cool, valid, you get to be you. But I think that's the key. Like you get to be you. I get to be me. I get to say the things and we get to acknowledge when we hurt people and we get to acknowledge when we didn't help somebody the way we thought we were going to. And we get to acknowledge that everybody comes to us, gets the exact thing that they need in that moment. And we also get the exact thing that we need in that moment. So when it comes to putting yourself out there on different platforms or putting yourself out there into relationships or even friendships or coming into a coaching container, if you guys are considering coming into life on fire, like there's this fear of you being found out, not just you, but everyone, of you being found out that like, you're not as perfect. (laughs) 
you're not as perfect as you, uh, you know, think you are trying to show the world. And I think that's really what I want this Instagram, not this Instagram, Jesus Christ, this uh, podcast to be about is that you don't have to be perfect to be loved. You don't have to be perfect to make a lot of money. You don't have to be perfect to be respected by a lot of people. You don't have to be perfect in order to do the thing in general, you know, and as I mean, this this theme has really come up a lot over the past few weeks for me. And obviously, it's something that I meant to heal, create boundaries around, heal through, grow through, release things through, right? And the other day, I was looking at TikTok, and <laughs> I've been referencing TikTok a lot, been spending a lot of time on the platform. But uh, somebody, some dude was saying how, like, the perfectness of women doesn't, like, it's diluting the realness of humanity. And he didn't say those words, but that was my interpretation of what he said. And he was just talking about how, like, you know, Instagram has made women think that they need to be perfect and uphold the standard. And it was showing different, like, pictures and videos of women, you know, poking their butt out and, like, sucking their stomach in, in a bikini and, like, looking all happy. And then, you know, right after the picture, we go back to fucking normal humanness. <laughs> and it just made me realize how, how it's just so fucking true, how we just have this ideal perfection, especially as women of we need to look this way, we need to be perfect, we need to go to the gym and not fucking sweat, and we need to have, you know, perfect lips and perfect eyebrows and perfect everything. And it's what's mirrored back to us in society. Like we are one of the first generations to grow up with social media if you're a millennial like me, I also got criticized for being a millennial and somebody was like, this is the millennial humor that I've heard. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Oh my goodness. Anyway. And so (laughs) I also got criticized for my laugh. Someone was like, why are you laughing like that? Because I did like a rebuttal video where I gave the context of the scene and showed how it was not malicious. I wasn't actually talking to anybody and being a douchebag to anybody. It was like just me talking about the thoughts in my head, whatever. So I was like, why are you laughing like that? I don't know. I fucking have an awkward laugh in the middle of my sentence. Fuck off, human. <laughs> like, I don't know. I developed it a few years ago when I finally started to feel like me and it became an outlet for my expression and my happiness and my weirdness. And it's just a thing, you know, so whatever. But we have this idea that we shouldn't have that laugh you know, that we should be perfect, that our hair should be perfect in order to be beautiful, that we have to be perfect in order to show up, that we have to eat perfectly in order to have the body, like just this stupid fucking idea of perfection. And it's become so ingrained in us through social media. Yes, the magazines for years and, you know, TV was fucking bad, but social media has only it's become this like massive obsession that we have. And when we're seeing it every single fucking day, all day long (laughs) and we reference it's like our favorite fucking pastime it's not necessarily a bad thing but we have to remember that life isn't perfect that we aren't perfect that we do show fucking highlight reels over and over and over again and it really just made me realize how deeply my values go to actually be an imperfect human and show the world what it's like to be imperfect and successful to be imperfect and be well-respected, and to be brilliant, and to have, you know, epic health, and an epic body without it being perfect, like, I remember when I was first starting personal training, I would attract a lot of people who said, like, Johnny, I, like, I was working at a gym, or whatever, and 
you know, you could pick the trainer that you wanted. And people were saying that they picked me because I wasn't perfect. (laughs) Because my picture, my personal training picture, I didn't have my hair done and my makeup done. And I didn't look like a stick. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't insanely fucking lead with massive muscles. Like, yes, I was strong. And yes, I was able to bang out a bunch of fucking pull-ups and push-ups and, you know, squat over 200 pounds and all that beautiful stuff. And yes, I had a beautiful body, but it wasn't that like, you know, perfect one like I had fat (laughs) oh no fat (laughs) you know I have a funky eyebrow that sticks up and I you know I don't care to get it fixed I don't know how I would get it fixed like you know what I mean like I just don't I've never had the desire to be that way and a lot of people came to me for business coaching because I also showed up when I rolled out of bed and I didn't just do that and then put on a full face of makeup like that's just me like I walk around looking like me without anything on. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, I clearly kind of look naked, (laughs) Uh, you know, and I just realized how much it's such a big value of mine. And ultimately what we get to do as humans is we get to determine our values. We get to determine what do we need to do to really like ourselves, to feel comfortable with ourselves, to deeply love ourselves. And how from that place do we get to show up for the world You know, how do we get to show up with boldness, with trueness, with authenticity, knowing that people are going to say what they're going to fucking say. (laughs) And it just, it is what it fucking is. And it's uncomfortable and that's okay. Life isn't always fucking comfortable. And that doesn't mean you need to dim your light. That doesn't mean you need to go out there and be perfect. You know, Joe and I were talking the other day, my husband, and we were talking about this TikTok that I'm talking about, the one with the dude saying how, you know, women's perfection is diluting the realness of women. And I mean, I'm not a dude, so I don't really know what that, what happens, but like my husband's been in a place where, you know, he watches porn and he watches porn stars. And obviously, you know, the ones he finds really hot a lot of times are, you know, very fake looking like they just don't have real lips, real this, real that. And then on the other hand, you have people like Amanda Francis who say like, we have to stop saying that women's bodies aren't real when they get worked on. And then we also have people saying like, oh, well, you're really insecure if you do get worked on. And it's just like, listen, it can all be true. It is all fucking true. Everybody's interpretation of everything is fucking true and valid. But what do you need to do to deeply love yourself, to feel so fucking confident you know, and from a place of truth, not from a place of I need to cover this up to fit into the way society needs me, or I shouldn't curse, or I shouldn't say this, or I shouldn't say what's on my mind or my heart, because other people are going to react like this, you know, and I just want to give you permission to own who you are, because I needed that permission this weekend, (laughs) Uh, and look at your shit. Look at what, like, I'm always willing to look at what I did. Like, did I hurt anybody when I said this? And I was like, no, you know, did I do anything maliciously? No. Can I understand how people might be impacted by this if they were in that scenario? And I was saying, Hey, don't sit next to me. Of course that doesn't fucking feel, but I wasn't saying it to anybody. It was like a thought in my head, (laughs) you know, but why do we keep our thoughts in our head versus saying them? Like that's kind of always been my thing. And it's gotten me in trouble in a few cases. And in this case with millions of people, not every person, like I said, about 25% of the people became very mean about it um, and said things that just were unnecessary. But anyway, you know, it's like, why do we have to keep things in our head? Why are some things allowed and some aren't? You know, what if, 
in my ideal world, everybody was actually just really fucking honest. And they said what was on their mind. And they said what was on their heart. And not in a mean way, like in a, you did this, you are that, you, you, you. No, but in a, I feel this. I'm hurt by this. I wish nobody would sit next to me on this fucking plane. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You smell like, why, why do we hide everything and then put forth this fakeness? I, I have never had space for it. And there was a point over the past few years where I thought that's the way I needed to be, where I thought I needed to censor myself. I thought I needed to be somebody else. I thought I needed to be perfect in order for people to pay me. I thought I needed to constantly have more and more and more in order for people to pay me and respect me. And it was actually the complete fucking opposite. Not that you have to have less and less and less, but my lesson was, no, you just have to be yourself and people will come. Um, the, the interesting thing is that when you silence who you truly are, you actually attract the wrong fucking people, the wrong clients, the wrong friends. You know, I met a friend of Bumble, Bumble BFF, highly recommend that platform if you are searching for friends, but I met her in person. And one of the biggest things that I really value about her and love about her is how bold she is and how just open she is. And for the longest time, I was like, are people like that anymore? Like, am I just the only person who just says what's on my heart? And, you know, if somebody hurts me, I say it. If somebody doesn't hurt me, I, you know, don't fucking say it. But I, I typically don't take things personally, you know, unless someone's coming at me and saying, you did this. Like, I, I don't interpret things that people say and make it mean anything about me unless they actually directly said anything on a general sense. I've, I've caught myself a few times doing this. But, you know, the world kind of lives in this place of, taking what you say and then projecting their own traumas onto it, their own stuff onto it. And then, you know, that's when people get labeled as sensitive or soft. And that was a conversation that was going on on my TikTok. And I was like, how, like, you cannot label people like that. Like everyone's fucking sensitive. Don't tell someone they're too sensitive. That's not okay. But, you know, that, that all of this kind of leads people to live in a place of fakeness all of this leads people to li live in a place of feeling like they're too sensitive and they can't express themselves. And then it doesn't teach us how to express ourselves. You know, it teaches us to blame other people and project onto other people and be negative towards ourselves, and then feel disconnected from other people and being disconnected from other people when as humans we're meant to be connected to others. That's why we love social media. That's why we love podcasts. That's why we love... I mean, each other, but you know what I mean? That's why we have this addiction to the phone and watching TV and watching it because we want to feel like we belong. And before all of this technology, we actually, like, I wouldn't be speaking through a computer and you wouldn't be listening through a fucking phone. <laughs> you would be in front of me and I would be speaking to you, you know? And understanding your own core values, like connection and truth and authenticity is difficult in a world where people don't live that way not that people don't value that they do at the core we, it's it's not a chosen value it's just a value of human humanness <laughs> um but we're forced to live in a society where it's not the case because of these perfect things like social media and because of you know, the way we were raised and people told you to be more ladylike and people told you to close your legs. I mean, sure, don't show your vagina to everybody if you don't want to, but do it if you do. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like it just, it doesn't have to mean so fucking much. And that's my message to you today. Like who you are is absolutely perfect. 
everything doesn't have to mean a bunch of fucking things about you and your character and don't let people criticize you and take it in reminder for me like you know you're a good fucking person I believe everyone's a good fucking person sometimes things just hurt people and trigger people and hurt people hurt people and you know you just it's the way that life is but it doesn't mean anything about how you have to show up and if you're somebody who's been waiting to do the thing and put yourself out there and get the right person and marry somebody or make a friend or put yourself out there on social media don't let this idea of perfection stop you you don't need to have a certain look you don't need to be anybody else but you like you were created because you were meant to fit into this world the world's not meant to fit you and you like like you don't have to change who you are to fit into the world. Did I say that right? You guys know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, you you don't have to worry about slip-ups and mess-ups and did I say the right thing or the wrong thing? Like you're just a fucking human. You're going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Everyone's going to. Ah. This experience of TikTok really put into perspective the times when I've watched Khloe Kardashian really talk about all the hate she gets and how she just gets criticized for everything and she's too skinny she's too fat you know she's too ugly she's got too much work done she uh tried um you know she gave somebody a second chance and now she's a dumb fucking bitch like people just say the worst things I mean about everybody let alone her and she's come out a bunch and talked about this and has cried on camera and shared like I just can't fucking take it anymore and I mean, I literally, I'm not a celebrity and it's really not that big of a deal what happened to me, but in my little world, it feels like that, you know? And I couldn't even imagine having this happen every single day. I could not, and I mean, I can silence the comments. You know what I mean? She can't make people stop saying things. You know, TikToks, I was like sitting there on TikTok and I was like, okay, am I gonna keep reading these or am I not? And then I stopped reading them and then people started calling each other mean things. And I was like, well, now I feel fucking responsible for that, even though I know I'm not. I was like, so I need to delete these people and block them from my page because I don't want that hate. You know, it's like a regulation thing. And then I started reading them and I wasn't internalizing them. I was considering what they said and whatever. My ultimate truth is what I said is not a problem. And that's why I kept it up and called it a fucking day. And so um, I just got to this place where I'm like, you know what? I don't need it in my life. You know, I don't need to listen to this and I can turn it off. But in real life, you fucking can't. So you have to have discernment for yourself. You have to have discernment around what your values are. You have to stay true to yourself. You can't stay true to the entire world. You have to stay true to yourself. And when it comes to building a business, this is one of the biggest things that I learned building it from the ground up. It was like, hey, I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to say the wrong thing to a client, right? They're not going to like what I said. They're not going to like my program. There's going to be a bunch of experiences where people have that. And the majority of people do. The majority of people who come into your world end up fucking loving you. The majority of people who come into your business end up fucking loving you. But you will always have people who your work is not for. And that's okay. You know, and you don't have to put pressure on yourself to upkeep this level of perfection and I can't fuck it up. And when you release that need, it's like you just release a ton of fucking blocks that are preventing you from manifesting whatever it is that you want. When you release the need for perfection, you release a ton of the blocks that are preventing you from calling in who you want, what you want, what, where you want to live, all of the things. 
right? Because you start living true to you and living true to you is always the answer. I have a whole podcast on here with one of my former clients, Stacy. I think it's why authenticity is the key to manifesting or something like that. She deals a lot with human design. She's a brilliant human, one of my favorite humans that I've worked with in the past. And, you know, again, you're just always like, like how can you just not approach it from this heavy heart, from this making it mean something about you? How can you just look at things objectively and almost expect the fuck ups because they're going to happen and just roll with it, you know, and not let it silence you, not let it dim your light, not let it dim your authenticity, not let it prevent you from doing the things that you are meant to do because the world needs you. The world needs all of you and not everybody's going to like all of you, but you have to like all of you. And when you don't live true to yourself, you're not going to like all of you. And so how can you own that? How can you own who you are? I remember I had one of my first business coaching landing pages created and it was like, it was something like own who you are, own your story, own your message. And I don't know, something like that. Like it was just all about owning who you are because entrepreneurs who don't do that don't succeed. You know, being an entrepreneur, putting yourself out there, coaching people, you have to own who you are. And, you know, whether even going into a relationship, you have to own who you are. Going into a friendship, you have to own who you are. You can't lead this like tiptoe around the world fucking lifestyle, hoping that I please everybody and in the end pleasing nobody because I'm not even pleasing myself. That will lead you nowhere. (laughs) It will lead you to a very frustrating fucking place. So I hope my TikTok chronicles um, taught us all something. I know they taught me something. (laughs) I hope that you're able to take these lessons into your life. And if this hit home for you, let me know. Happy fucking Monday. Let's do the thing. You are beautiful. You are perfect. You are epic. (sighs) Let's fucking go.